I'm Allison. I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Rachel. And welcome back to The Variants. Welcome back. Hello. So this week, Allison is talking to us about body positivity, which I think is a really great um, follow-up to the conversation we had last week about women's liberation. Yeah. And it's super relevant, given all of the stuff happening. I mean, yeah. I mean, stuff is happening, and I wish it wouldn't, but it is. Yep. There's a, a <laughs> larger and louder conversation that needs to be ha- that needs to happen about women's bodies and um, people's belief that they should have access to them. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you have for us this week? Okay, I'm going to start off talking about beauty standards, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to talk about being fat and your physical health, being fat in your mental health. And then representation, self-esteem, and relationships. Nice. That's a that's a really so like long and involved outline. I like it. That's because I read a whole book. All right, <laughs> I read one whole book. It was called um, "Things No One Will Tell Fat Girls: um, A Guide to Unapologetic Living" by Jess Baker. Nice. And it was actually very good. But it was kind of like, I know all these things. It's basically like her saying, like, fat girls are valid and me crying about it. Oh, Oh, man. It's, you know, it's like, I'm valid. Oh, my God. I feel that. Yeah. I feel it. So tell us about the beauty standards. Okay. Well, basically, this idea of having an ideal body is all just a capitalist scam. So, um, yeah, capitalist pigs are shaming women's bodies. There we go. End of episode. No, no. <laughs> Cut. End scene. <laughs> um, like, all this shit about making people, like, shame mm-hmm. their physical bodies, like, body hair, like, cellulite. Wrinkles. Wrinkles. Like, all the shit people naturally have. Basically, it's a bunch of capitalists and their stupid companies saying, how can we make money off of these insecurities that we are creating? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's like, yeah, society and capitalism and everything sucks. You should keep that in. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all basically them making us feel like we have to spend money to fix ourselves. Right. And then profiting off of that. And that's been going on forever. Well, yes. But, like, where we are right now, it really started after World War II. hmm And basically, so, there's a quote in the book that's, as females and people in general, gradually finding new ways to fight oppression and gain freedom from old rules, the myth of the beauty ideal keeps evolving to keep them distracted and entrenched in self-loathing. So it's basically a way to keep the people down no matter, mm-hmm. like, if they just, it's a two, one step forward, two step back kind of thing, where, but it's more like we're being pushed back. So women gained this economic freedom, but then they were like, but you have to spend your money on all these beauty product, products or no one will love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I have guess, nothing to add because you just summed it up. Well, I guess it's interesting because... Like, I, I guess it is fairly recent that we've begun associating, like, beauty with money, maybe? Yeah, and, well, that was another thing she brought up in the book was, like, 
basically thinness became a um, class statement, like a mm -hmm. I'm rich and thin because you yeah. could be. Because the rich people could be thin. They have that ability. Yeah. And it was all about, like, and it was, like, everyone wanted to be, like, the French people dying of tuberculosis because they were so beautiful and painters were painting them. And that sounds... That's crazy because you think <laughs> of it, like, yeah. Painting, <laughs> like, like, one of your dying, dying French, French tuberculosis-infested <laughs> girls. That was basically it because yeah. you're like, oh, they're so beautiful. They're so pale and thin and... It's like they're fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so interesting because I feel like during the like medieval period and like the early modern period and the Renaissance that it, the exact opposite was true where larger bodies were kind like, of, were were wanted because it it proved that you had money so you could eat. Yeah, like until the late 1800s, like the picture of prosperity was just a big fat dude. Mm -hmm. You know? Like come to America because everyone's big and fat because they yeah. have money to buy food. That's why Henry VIII was able to get so many ladies. They were like, he's big and fat. I guess he can provide for us. And then he got syphilis and his leg fell off and they were like, sexy. Even better. Mm. We love it when people look like they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that started that trend. Started. <laughs> um, like one of the biggest examples there is in this entire like give us we're gonna shame you about your body give us money mm -hmm. and we'll give you a product that's supposed to fix it but it doesn't is like cellulite and stretch marks mm -hmm. like nine like over 90 percent of women mm -hmm. have cellulite and stretch marks like that's just how our bodies are made like that's yeah. just how they work but then we're told we shouldn't have those things yeah but it's yeah and then all the products that they give us, they're like, this will give you wait, you're so like, no, it won't. No. Because like this fucking lotion isn't going to change how my body stores fat. Like, yeah, yeah. it's so stupid. It makes me so angry. Cat like, people, <laughs> people spend like hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. trying to achieve something that's literally unattainable. I mean, yeah. there's no scientific proof that any of the shit that they're trying there's to sell like you does anything. There's like scientific proof that it doesn't do yeah. anything. So. Yeah. I literally wrote... Those things everyone has that we're shamed into thinking we shouldn't have by the capitalist devils. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it is such an interesting cycle. Like this whole idea that they shame you into thinking that you were less than, and then they proclaim to have the miracle product the that can, that yeah, will, yeah, that will reverse the horrendous thing that is your own DNA. Yeah. Exactly. And then when it doesn't work, it's your fault. Yeah. And, yeah. And you're just not using it right or you're not doing it enough or something like it's that. It's the wrong product. Try this other yeah. more expensive product. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's really frustrating. And as um, as a, a just a person, I think, who deals with insecurities, I don't think it's just women who who have to kind of deal with some of this fallout yeah like i feel like guys probably well do yeah too. everyone does yeah like literally like guys are shamed into like having emotions oh no yeah you know like, yeah. they're they're shaming them for having for not having a six-pack like yeah yeah exactly. it's just as much men mm -hmm. as it is women but women are targeted more yeah by the capitalist devils <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yes well you know that's because women are just sexual objects you gotta look nice yeah, and like about body type, because we are going to talk mostly about women. Sorry, dudes, but well, no, I'm, we're all women. So yeah, we're all women. The book was written by a woman. Like <laughs> basically, what we see in magazines and on TV is the th the th traditional like thin, beautiful lady. That's like five percent of 
actual body types in the population. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is that. But we're all told that that's what we have to be. And it's fucking yeah. ridiculous. And it's then, in, like, well, enraging. It's the norm, and it's not at all. It's not, yeah. I mean, when I go to clothing stores, my size is always sold out. Yeah. But all the sizes smaller than mine, stocked full. Mm-hmm. I mean, that speaks I feel for like itself. in a supply and demand, maybe they would make more of the bigger sizes, but... Um, no, there's no... But no, fine. you should thin down. Yeah. Instead of me making pants that fit the women that are actually out Buying there Buying the pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, lose some weight before you shop at my store. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so about dieting that she talks about, is dieting is about obedience and submission to a rule that says you are worth nothing more than the number on your scale. Dieting limits our lives. All the, the snaps. Whole point of a diet is just to cut you away from everything yeah. you love. Yeah, basically it's like, don't fucking eat ice cream even though it makes you happy. Run for four hours. Yeah, and people who are like, I love running for four hours and never eating. Go fuck yourself. Don't <laughs> lie. Don't lie. There's, you know, there's that quote that's like, Nothing tastes as good as being thin feels. And it's like, bitch, you've never had a really great chocolate cake then. So. Or salted caramel gelato. That. Or just anything. Or any kind of pizza. Pizza's great. You ever had a... I would rather a, eat pizza than be thin, honestly. Tissue fries from Scotland? <laughs> We're just talking about pizza. <laughs> okay. It kind of reminds me, there's that, you know, that Golden Girls episode where they're talking about, well, like almost everyone's about them talking about dieting but there's one where dorothy's talking about her friend who went to like paris to eat at Mm. this wonderful restaurant and all she got there was a watercress salad and then she got hit by a bus and died immediately after yeah that's what it reminds like you go to this once in a lifetime thing and you eat something you don't want at this amazing place because you're too worried about your figure it would be like going to harry potter world and never having butterbeer yeah and like fuck that and then immediately getting hit by the night bus. <laughs> <laughs> it was the night bus. I mean, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> my thing is I would be drinking the butterbeer and then like it just trashed on butterbeer, which has no alcohol in it. Um, just happiness. Just happiness. And then yeah. I would get hit by the night bus and I would be like, oh, be fine with it. I'm so happy about it because it's the night bus. I'm Harry Potter related. Well, related to just like. What, what we've been talking about and what you've mentioned from the book specifically. So the whole idea about beauty standards and then dieting. Like when was the like the first time you you were told or you thought you had to go on a diet? Or like is there a particular memory that you guys have where you were like, oh, I'm supposed to look like that and I don't look like that? Oh, yeah. When I was six, I asked my pediatrician if I was too fat to wear a bikini. Oh, honey. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, he said that I wasn't. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. But I was six and I was worried about that. Yeah. Ugh. I remember really not worrying about it too much as a kid because as a kid, I was a scrawny kid. And I, d- even if I was a fat kid, like I just didn't even mm-hmm. think about it, I guess, until I was like 10. And that's when it really hit me because I was starting to go through puberty puberty, yeah. and I put on a bunch of weight and I had a bowl haircut and I wore sweatpants and t-shirts all the time. And yeah. And then suddenly it was like, ew, well, who's that chick who's yeah. wearing like the basketball shorts and the <laughs> shit. And yeah, I don't know. And plus my best friend that I grew up with as a kid was always 
very thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was always the kind of person who was like, oh, I'm so fat. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so this. I'm, and, like, I just remember constantly, like, comparing myself to her body, even though we were built completely differently. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, she's, like, a million feet tall, and I'm not. <laughs> and so I remember just, like, as a kid, just, like, unconsciously comparing myself to her yeah and whenever she was like criticizing herself it felt like she was criticizing me Mm -hmm. because i was bigger than her yeah well i think it goes back into that whole idea of women having to build each other up versus tear each other down yeah and i think a lot of times what women don't understand and just people in general is when you're criticizing yourself and treating yourself so harshly, the people who care about you and love you, they're going to take some of that slack, too. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. They're going to internalize it as well. Like, yeah. well, if you feel like I see the the beautiful women that you guys are and all of the amazing qualities that you have. And if you're criticizing yourself, then that's going to cause me to criticize myself. Because I'm like, well, I think I'm pretty cool. But <laughs> let's just, think I, let's like, just breed negativity. You yeah. Know? Like, like, so that's that's kind of. And that's related to the cycle, too, where they're constantly, t- like, the capitalist devils are constantly <laughs> telling women that they have to compare themselves that, to well, each other. they have to compete with each other. Yes. And that's such an unhealthy ideal because everyone's different. Everyone's built differently. Like, everyone likes different stuff. Like, there are some people who are still going to weigh, like, I have a high weight, but that aren't that don't have like any fat on their body. Mm-hmm. Like I just, mm, yeah, I, I just hate that. It just makes my skin crawl sometimes because it's just like constant competition. Instead of looking to women for support, we're taught to look at women as competition for possible like mates. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we have to look a certain way to fill a certain role for somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's just misogyny and the patriarchy because dudes are the ones who should be doing that, not women. That's how it is in the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitches. All the dudes in the animal kingdom are supposed to look fly as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be like, look how pretty I am. Look how well I can build a house. Yeah. Like, like, look how well I can provide for people. I caught this duck on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, you that's know? how nature is supposed to be. Right. Matriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> the one anti feminist blog that <laughs> one thing is like, ah, they're melting. Right and even, yeah, those girls dying. are at it again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, the entire, like, not just like weight or, but like physical but just appearance anything. in general. Like, why is being quote unquote pretty? Why does that have anything to do with our worth as human beings? Right. But yeah. literally, like, that's an ugly person. They must be the worst. But also, who decides what is what pretty is and what isn't? The capitalist devils. But, like, the, <laughs> the capitalist devils do. Which but, is like, men. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, I just think that's such bullshit. Yeah. I mean, we should be able to decide what, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. I it's feel like, like we should be able to, to decide what we feel is beautiful and what makes us beautiful and what makes other people like beautiful to us as individuals, not as like, here's this ideal that we all yeah, need to like, match. Yeah, like, here's a, here's a, a guideline, follow mm-hmm. that. And, th- and I mean, that's what we're saying. Like, yeah, it shouldn't matter if you look like a model or not. Like, yeah. 
that doesn't well, mean you're less of a human person. Exactly. And it doesn't mean that that person is worth more than you. Yeah. Right. But I mean, it's just like, like, wear what makes you feel good, girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love wearing black pants and combat boots and dark clothing. <laughs> um, rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. But like, does that make me less? I mean, like. I had this woman come in who's very Catholic and the sweetest woman in the world. But, like, she made a point of telling me one time when I wore a dress to work, she was like, you should dress like this more often. Like, this is so pretty. Like, you look so nice. And I'm like, what's... And then, like, the other day she came in and I was wearing, like, pants with, like, nine zippers on them and... She didn't comment back how pretty you were? No. (laughs) And and she was kind of, like, looking at my outfit. And I had on, like, a moto jacket. And she was kind of like, hmm, what's happening there? And I was like, I'm being a badass motherfucker. That's what's happening there. <laughs> Embracing but your that outsiders. Makes me, yeah. That makes me feel strong and beautiful. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I guess that's just what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck, man? Stop trying to make me feel like I have to fill some kind of stupid fucking criteria that you've set up. Well, yes. I can remember. So the first time that I realized or, like, was made to feel like something was wrong with my body yeah. was actually in dance class. And I was probably around six or seven years Mm -hmm. old, too. And I can remember the teacher. Like, we were all – we were learning a new step. And I was always so excited to go to dance class. And I always felt so confident when I was dancing. But my teacher, she was, like, joking around with all of us. And she, like – she came up to me. And she, like – felt my stomach like she'd like tickling my stomach yeah and she was like "Ooh, it looks like somebody's been eating too many potato chips or something like that and that's when you're like fuck you lady and then you karate shop and i was i mean i almost burst into tears like i cried when i got home because i felt i mean it was in front of the entire class and like i i was feeling really confident and um you know like dancing always made you feel good it did and i i felt like i was good at it yeah, yeah, you were you, know? you were damn good at it. Thank girl. you. Like I, I was really good at memorizing those steps. You were awesome, <laughs> Rachel. I can memorize any of mine. I was rolling around in my head all the time <laughs> with a hole in my leotard. <laughs> that was me. But I can just remember feeling so humiliated and yeah. thinking, "Oh my gosh, like maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I shouldn't shouldn't be dancing." Well, particularly especially in the dancing community, most people are supposed to be like petite and thin and like fit a certain body type, but. Which I think is so shitty. Again. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a really unhealthy body type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some people who are built like that and who are incredibly graceful. And that's... Mm-hmm. But it's... I mean, there are some people who are built differently and are still incredibly like, graceful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, so, like, should, limiting it but it's like, to so that one group. Like, two people who are equally good. One's thin and one is not as thin. But it's the the thinnest one that wins. The exactly. Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Well, it, it reminds me of the. Um, co- there was a choreographer on "So You Think You Could Dance." Yes, I know exactly what you're talking and about. I can't remember her name. Now. I don't know her name. Um, it's gonna drive me crazy. But she was inc- She she choreographed primarily contemporary dance routines. Yeah. Amazing! Like, mm-hmm. oh so, yeah, so 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 talented. And sh- there was a a girl who was a little heavier, who came to audition for the show. And they they would not let her go through because they didn't think that the male partners would be able to lift her. And I can just remember the choreographer was crying and she was like, I've been in your shoes before. 
and you are super yeah. talented and you are absolutely incredible. Don't give up. Find another way to stay in the business. And basically she was like, become a choreographer yeah. because yeah. they're not going to let you dance on stage. But if you love it so much, like find a way find to a do way it. To be a but part it's of it. so frustrating that that's like the only recourse. But, yeah. You know they what I mean? They should get stronger men. That's exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was going to be like, my response to that would be like, bitch, find you some stronger men to hold me mm-hmm. up. Or maybe I'll just lift the guy. Yeah. yeah. Gender norms. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> exactly. But it like, it, it's really interesting that there are certain professions where appearance seems to be more important than imp- yeah. skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So one of my favorite comedians maria bamford has this Mm -hmm. joke about like ideal beauty standards and basically she's like in the future like the perfect woman is going to be morbidly obese with tiny tweety bird ankles and a wandering eye (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like something so unattainable yes 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 (laughs) that's going to be the standard beauty goal yeah yeah Everybody's yeah. going to have, like, surgery to make their ankles really tiny. Yeah. They're going to have their ankles removed. They're going to, like, for a long time, just have one eye with an eye patch. Yeah. this other one. Just to, like, to one. Yeah. <laughs> to rope. <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. That's exactly was what I was thinking. Clearly, I mean, he was ahead he was of the, the precursor. He was the precursor. He didn't mm-hmm. even have an ankle. That's right. He didn't have a leg. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. He went to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He took it too far. Mm. Or maybe he didn't take it far enough. This is like we're suddenly getting into like plastic surgery things. <laughs> I mean, like, whoa! Well, that's another one of the capitalist devils. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's it's such a loaded topic because it's like okay, if you do these things in order to like because it makes you happy and you it makes you feel better, mm-hmm. like by all means do it. Like if you want to go and have plastic surgery done. Then and it and you feel empowered yeah. by it, then go then for go it. Do it. But it's not like I feel a lot of people think that it's required when it's yeah. Not. Like you shouldn't have to feel like you like if you want plastic surgery and you it'll make you feel better and you feel better that you've had it. Great, like more power to you. Yeah, but don't feel like you have like if I don't have plastic surgeries, like I'm hideous beast. You know? Right. Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to feel like you're forced to change yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, to fit something that isn't like you you're being that told out. by society to change, not by yourself. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 Well, it just it, <laughs> there's an out, there's outside pressure. Yeah. To change, like it's not completely it's not your internal. Well, yeah. it just makes me think of like aging in Hollywood, where yeah. oh yeah, you know women women are, women are expected to women to stay looking youthful. like they're thirty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, for the rest of their lives. And whereas Why it's attractive for men to age. age, like George Clooney and Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, yeah. yeah. Well, there was um, I read a really great article about. The new Blade Runner film. I think I read the the one that's like men are allowed to age, but women yes. are like CGI. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like there is some examples of CGI being used on male characters in film to make them appear younger, like Alan Rickman and Harry yeah. Potter or um, uh, Robert new- Downey Jr. in Captain America Civil, Civil War, I think. Yeah. And um, shit, what's his name in... I can't think of anything, but I, I'm like, this person in that movie. <laughs> Describe the movie. The movie is like a sequel from a movie in the 80s about like video games. 
Tron. Tron. There High five. Jeff Bridges. With Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yes. 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 They literally CGI'd him into a young man. Well, didn't they do that too in Guardians of the Galaxy too? Didn't they make him look younger? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Maybe that's just in his contract. Like, make me look like, less like ass. <laughs> I have to look younger. I can't look like Mickey Rourke. Okay. Just, Woo! Oh, Rachel. Oh, I was riding on him last night. Just because <laughs> just he looks so old. You know, but you know, he also okay. came, like part of it. Also, he decided to be a boxer for a while and fucked up his face. Yeah, his face kind of looks like it's he's melting. incredibly talented, though. So yeah, good for we you. We love bud. you, Mickey. I'm sorry. Your face looks different. Your face looks different. We're judging him on I'm a jerk. ideal beauty standards <laughs> that. that he can't <laughs> read. Fulfill. And that was an example <laughs> of. <laughs> assholery exactly. from Ashley H. Powell no, from, from all of us from all, from all of us yeah I said it first so. I'm sorry man. Uh, let's love cut you. this out <laughs> but like really like it's it's so interesting that they want to keep female actors specifically from from aging and keep yeah. them in this like little encapsulated bubble and it's well it's like for the guys to keep them young it's like there's like a purpose in the story yeah yeah like, he's supposed to be young, but then also he's supposed to be old at the same time. It's a flashback. Yeah. Um, but with women, it's just like, well, we can't have her look old. No, no one will want her if she's old. Yeah. Excuse me, I want Emma Thompson, and she's she's beautiful. getting up there. Helen Mirren, guys. Oh, danger dent. Oh, my God. Betty White. <gasps> oh, <laughs> what a babe! What a babe! Well, it's interesting to see, like, w- like the women who have kept up successful acting careers, who yeah. who haven't allowed the industry to Maggie limit Smith, them. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Maggie, <laughs> oh my god, like, Maggie to Smith limit them, um, and oh, okay. and what they're able to to do and like accomplish. Yeah, and so well, it's also interesting how, like, you know, like, no hate on Harrison Ford. I love him, but like. How Harrison Ford is still getting roles in action films, like mm-hmm. the Star Wars films still. His character, you know, is brought back, like in Blade Runner and stuff. Indiana but how films. many, mm-hmm. yeah, how many older females do you see getting cast in those sorts of films as people involved in the action? Helen Mirren in that one movie. Red. Well, I yeah. was just thinking yeah. that. But, but that's, that's the only example. That's the only one I can think and it's of. Li- and the whole thing, is she's the only female, I'm pretty sure, other than Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to remember her name now. But there's a- another actress who's probably in her... F- 30s. No, I would say... F- 40s early 40s i think i know you're talking about but i don't know her name i don't know i'm gonna have to look it up and i'm probably super super wrong about her age too but she she's a a, an older actress she's not like jennifer lawrence or emma stone you know yeah and but the whole premise is like oh it's all of these old dudes who used to be like like, who are retired yeah people yeah right (laughs) (laughs) old people because old people this is terrible we're so judgmental (laughs) old people well like i just think it's interesting even in like just like continuations of things they'll bring back those male characters but like they got to replace the female ones Mm -hmm. with the the younger model yeah half the times there wasn't a female character in the first place in the first place so like why not cast a younger person it just drives me insane i think i think it'd be really cool to see like an older lady just kicking ass all right this is this is an example of that 
as well that makes me very angry because you guys know how much I love this movie. But The, the Mummy. mummy. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> when they replaced Rachel Weisz in like the most recent adaptation of the Brendan Fraser Mummy, not like the new yeah. Tom Cruise. That's weird not one. a real thing. Get out of here, that's Tom Cruise. Fake, that's fake. Fake, fake news. news. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, they replaced her with a with a younger actress. Oh Which God. okay, A is bullshit because Rachel Vice is one of the prettiest people I've ever seen in my life. Like, and Evie is such a strong female amazing character. Amazing character. She's in on the action. She's smart. She's funny. I mean, she's so so dynamic. And I I don't even think. So I didn't watch the movie because I heard that they replaced Evie. So yeah. So you're like that one doesn't even exist. exactly. It's not I a real don't thing. know what this is. Um, but <laughs> I I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. Trying to be. But get out. I but they kept disagree. Brendan Fraser, yeah. who did not. I'm. I love you, Brendan. But he but didn't, he didn't he age very well. Well, he was as be- the Hollywood standard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely become older, and he's still. A great actor and deserves all of these roles but like he's why not, keep him and not her, yeah, her you know like the why double is, standard there is frustrating why is he able to like age not so great by beauty standards <laughs> but like well just age why is he allowed to age, to age but, she, but can? Yeah. she can't yeah it just drives me crazy and why are we why are I mean, we judging him so much for like how he's aged like, like as a natural boy yeah, yeah. About our standards yeah. of like men aging. Mm-hmm. This is oh so my god! <laughs> and all I can think about is Daniel Craig. Because <laughs> I'm Tommy like Pickles. Tommy Pickles. Because like Daniel Craig is, I mean, he's James Bond. He's been playing James Bond since like 2006. And like, God, I hope that guy stays, sticks around forever. Allison's making a face because she doesn't like him. She calls him Tommy Pickles. Tommy which, Pickles to be fair, head. he looks a bit like Tommy Pickles. If but Tommy Pickles was an adult, he'd be. Daniel he'd be Craig. Daniel Craig. How do you know he'd that that's Bond. not? Yeah. How do you know that Tommy Pickles isn't Daniel Craig? I mean, it would explain a lot. But anyway, I like <laughs> him as as James Bond, and I like some of the you know like the updates they've done on James Bond. But it kills me because like Daniel Craig's what in like his late. Like mid, maybe like mid fifties, late fifties. I have no idea. He's ageless. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't tell, but like the Bond girl is always someone it's always who's like thirty years younger yeah. than him, and it's always mm-hmm. a different, girl. yeah, a different girl. It's never like a reoccurring. And then they get younger as it goes. Yeah, it's kind of why I like Eve Moneypenny because she is reoccurring, but she's not a Bond girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, all the Bond girls are always, like, they fit a certain beauty standard. They're exotic. And yeah. Weird and have names like, um, I don't know, like. All I can think of is Pussy Glower. Yeah. That's <laughs> the one I can think of, too. Yeah. Was that the one? Who played her? I don't fucking know. She's in one of I the don't originals, even know. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Is, she's Was in, like, Ursula one of the Anderson? Sean Connery ones. Sean Connery? Connery. Okay. So, Daniel Craig is 49. He's 49. Damn, boy, looking good. Just kidding. I thought he was <laughs> so much older. He was in his late 50s. But you're looking I mean, great for your age. He's like Martin Freeman where he has like no color to his hair. And so <laughs> flush colored hair. It's like flush colored hair. So I'm like, is it gray? Is it blonde? How old are we? I'm very attracted to Daniel Craig. You know, I'm not hating on you. This has gotten out of control. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, like, just... but you know what I mean? Like, 
all of the James Bond roles, like, those can be older men, and people talk about it. And it is cool that there's an old, like, an older guy, not, like, a young man playing James Bond. That's fun. But also, like, and, I mean, they address his age in the Bond films and the process they're of so aging. Old, yeah, they're like, <laughs> in Skyfall. But, like, why do none of the women make it past, right. like, 30? 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. So I found the actress from Bread that I was thinking of. It's Mary Louise Parker. Yes. I just, all I could think of was, um, I don't think she's in Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> and she's 53. <sighs> Damn. How old's yeah. Monica Bellucci? I need to know. Monica. I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Monica Bellucci is? No. She but don't like, tell me. <laughs> she was like known in the 90s. For like, I can't name a damn thing she's in except for. She's, t- I you just saw was, Monica Bellucci in Twin what? Peaks. In Twin Peaks, The Return. Who is she? Remember when David Lynch? I'm just like pulling on your clothes over here. Let me undress. She she is also 53. Is she? Is she? Okay. Um, What's she, her face? She's Monica Bellucci. She plays herself in it. Oh, does she? What? Here. Yeah. This is This is her image. Do you recognize her? No, I don't know who that fucking is. <laughs> she's in the episode where, he, where Gordon Cole talks about how he has a dream, and it's in black and white, and he's like, I had the Monica Bellucci dream again, and they're like, not the Monica Bellucci dream again. I have no memory of this. What the fuck? I'll show it to you. It's one of the Maybe episodes. it was like, everything's weird, so why am I even watching this? Oh yeah. my goodness. Anyway. But Monica Bellucci's in there because... David Lynch likes her. But so um, Mary Louise Parker, when the film came out, she would have been in her like early 40s. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it came out in 2010. Exactly. <laughs> came out in 2010. So I was about right in my estimation of her okay. age compared to the I feel other like we're actors. We're getting way off topic. We really are, but it's okay because Rachel's the one who has to edit this, not us. Goodbye. <laughs> well,. Okay. What do we have next? <laughs> I don't know. We're getting off on like a weird thing about ages and we're all feeling guilty because we've called people older than they are. And we've said that they've aged really badly <laughs> and suddenly we're everything that we hate. We're being hypocrites and we're like, we don't know how. <laughs> do all these things unless you're us. <laughs> well, I think this is a good conversation to have. We're all hypocrites. <laughs> except all- your own, except your own flaws. None of us are perfect. Well, I thought Daniel Craig to- was too old. <laughs> None of us are perfect, and sometimes we fall victim <laughs> to, to society and the capitalist, and the capitalist levels. Yes. Well, it just goes back to what we talked about last week and consciousness raising and talking about the issues and making sure that we're communicating because we're not going to learn unless we talk, talk. Yeah. and educate each other and ourselves about what's going on and I think age plays such a huge role now in like typical beauty standards like I'm thinking specifically of it in the context of Hollywood yeah there's the constant pursuit of youth Mm -hmm. you have like Cindy Crawford's like anti-aging thing and like you have to buy all these fake 105 but I still look like I'm five and you're like yikes this is terrifying you look like a baby keep a baby on an old lady's body <laughs> it's just your face <laughs> that looks young <laughs> you gotta buy like magical melons from her i shit you not it has, I know. has something to do with magical the magical melons. melons from france yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean like that's how desperate we are not to age we're buying magical melon lotions from, from some france. dude in france who's like i found the key to- i'm a doctor i promise i'm gonna be wearing this coat <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I just play it on, on TV. TV. <laughs> like, you have to say it with a French accent. Yes. But it's it's just so 
frustrating because it just goes back into that whole cycle of society telling us that there's something wrong with us and we have to fix it. But it's like, this is natural. Like people age, people have stretch marks, people have cellulite. Like that's, that's part of who we are. My forehead wrinkles are okay. Yes. (laughs) I always kind of think of it more as like, I think what I love, like I love when people have little wrinkly crinkles around their eyes. Like, like one of the people who has that is like Kyle McLaughlin because like those crinkles are proof that you've like laughed a ton and like mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird that one of the, like the bad wrinkles that people are like oh you have laugh lines like yeah and I'm like bitch I've been laughing my whole life and I'm real happy about it see how I'm laughing right now <laughs> like you may not have laugh lines but you also seem very sad <laughs> like sorry like Sorry you Sorry, were depressed I'm, and dying of tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've been enjoying myself. You've been healthy and happy. Like, I think that's kind of beautiful. The fact that you get to age and wrinkle and have lines on yourself that prove that you were here and you did things and you were happy and you were crinkly eyed. Like, that's a beautiful thing because some people don't get the opportunity to do that. Yeah. You well, know, also, like, a diet 30, didn't you know? Unless you're a dude. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you know what? You, you just guys have- are getting awfully close. <laughs> Make all your wills, bitches. <laughs> well, okay, so the description that you just had of like a happy person and like our our vision of a happy person, it just reminds me of like the sidekicks that you occasionally see in films and like animated films specifically. So I'm thinking of like the dad in Sleeping Beauty. In the yeah, Sleeping Beauty. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like he's he's shown to be this like jolly person who's got wrinkles and, but he's also heavy. Like he's fat. And so it's interesting too, that there's this like whole dynamic of, well, in order to be happy, you have, they're they're like to be happy, you should be thin. But all these characters that we're showing you are like jolly are fat, like Santa Mm -hmm. or the laughing Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like we were talking about Henry VIII, for a long time, being fat meant that you were wealthy. Yeah. And, like, now you're supposed to be, like, thin and tan. But, like, way back then, if you were tan, that meant you were, like, the poorest of the poor. You were out in the working sun all day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. crazy how. Like, who, it's who decides these things? Do I have to repeat again? The capitalist. The devils. capitalist devil. Can you name this? this episode? The capitalist that. devils. That's the name. Great. Because I mean, like, I don't know. I'm pale. I'm very pale. I went to the doctor, and he was like, "You're too he, pale. Are yeah, you dead?" He did. He was like, "Have you had um, like a blood test recently? You're really pale." And I was like, "Oh, I'm just naturally pale." And he was like, "I don't." think you understand like you're very very pale <laughs> i was like my dude i'm just very very pale i'm just white <laughs> yeah like he he was like there was real concern there and i was like oh i'm naturally pretty pale and he like checked my blood count and everything was like are you anemic and i was like my i'm all right mm-hmm. my dude he was like do you not go in the sun a lot i'm like bitch i burn like <laughs> that's why i'm inside yeah, all the time. time like but like why is being like tanned like this is a good segue okay into my doctor thinks i'm sick because my face is white well it's okay so i'm going to bring it back to being fat but this doctor bias Mm -hmm. of this is a way you should look Mm -hmm. um the thing is and many people will disagree with this but weight is not an indicator of health 
No. Like, it just simply isn't. I'm sorry. So everyone's like, oh, you're promoting being fat, then you're promoting being unhealthy. It's like, that's not what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, some people just have this body, mm-hmm. and it's natural, yeah. and it's all, they can't do anything about it. We're promoting being healthy at whatever size you are. Like, yeah. Well, so there was this study done, and 50% of primary healthcare physicians had negative opinions of their fat patients. Oh, I'm sure I get, I noticed again when I went to the doctor, not with the doctor I saw recently because like he didn't know me and he was just like, whoa, you're pale, you're going to die or something. (laughs) And I was like, no, but like on all of, cause you know, you get like your discharged papers that are Mm -hmm. like, here are all the things that are wrong with you that you need to work on. And like, even though he, we don't talk about it. Well, like he's always like, are you exercising? And I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I go to like a trainer and he's like, we haven't lost any weight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm aware. Like, cool. Like this. Mm-hmm. You're telling like, me I things know, I know. I know yeah. this is my body. I know how much I weigh. Like, I live in this body. What do you think I do? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. choose to put this on every morning? Like, this isn't. And this isn't like, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, this isn't <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. I can't peel this off, buddy. But, like, literally on all of my discharge papers, it will always say, like, fails and this is the thing too like the wording they use like fails to like lose or maintain healthy weight like lose weight or maintain healthy well weight. i can tell you why this is actually so in 2013 um the ama which is the american okay. medical people whatever they american recognized yes okay. they recognized obesity as a disease state and then so and so that created this idea of treat the weight first so like regardless of what you have, like being diabetic, having high blood pressure, high cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera. The first reaction is lose weight Mm -hmm. and that will fix your problems. But that fucking isn't. No. I mean, I went in for like like, mental health evaluation and they're like, well, if you lose some weight and I'm like, no, no, I'm sure that contributes to me feeling sad. See more segues. Hold hold, hold on. Okay. Okay. Just for a second. You go ahead. No, no. I'll bring it in. Yeah. So that, segues us into being fat and mental health mental health yeah um so fat people develop low self-esteem because society is telling us we because are the capitalist devils because the capitalist devils are telling us we're worthless um because we're not this five percent ideal standard we develop low self-esteem and that extreme low self-esteem and self-hatred triggers larger mental issues um and then like you were saying go in for mental health they tell you to lose weight and it's this it's this idea it just feeds it yeah that it's like this idea that your depression can be blamed on being fat which Mm -hmm. creates a shame cycle because you're too depressed to exercise yeah and it's my fault that i'm fat and so then it's my fault that i'm depressed you just told me everything about myself yeah yeah, that's how I was this whole book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's literally uh, every time, and this pisses me off, because I, I, I actually have a doctor's appointment on uh, Monday. Fuck you guys. <laughs> to the doctor's office. I go back every time, and literally, like, every time, it's just like, well, how often are you exercising? You need to lose weight. And I'm like, I'm aware. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And he's like, well, you won't be as depressed if you lose weight. And I'm like, really? Because I was pretty depressed when I was in a size six. Like, like, and it's not even losing weight. It's exercising. Because, you know, exercising 
creates endorphins and endorphins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make and you happy. And, and happy, happy people, people don't, just don't kill, kill their, their husbands. husbands. They just yeah. don't. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So that's what it is. It's like, and that's my thing is, so I do training, personal training as mm-hmm. well. And I have more of a weight-based because, like, doing weight stuff makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Like, this week I was able to deadlift 135 pounds. What? Um, Congratulations. But it's this thing. It's like, I built up to that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, and that makes me feel better. And that exercise makes me feel better. And yeah. Then, like, but doing, like, cardio running mm-hmm. or the fucking whatever, like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. And every time I get off it, I just feel, like, the entire time, I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this. Every time I, like, yeah. I feel like I hate everything. But then, like, I can do 20 squats in a row yeah. without stopping. I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, it. the thing, I have a similar thing to you, where, like, when I'm doing all these other exercises that, like, like, when I run, my legs rub together. And my and stomach so starts to hurt. And yeah. it's all you can focus on is, like, the discomfort. My thighs are swishing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the discomfort. And you're like, I'm too fat for this. Like, how am I supposed? to engage mm-hmm. in this activity when it's just like it's painful for me and like when I lift weights I feel strong yeah like I don't there aren't those other elements literally it's just like you're nurturing and training this part of your, you're just like making it better like you're make, you know you're literally making your body stronger yeah but because that's not focusing on making your body thinner, thinner? yeah it's like looked like you're fat why are you doing Weight Mu- work. Yeah, muscle training. Or, yeah. 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 Same thing. Cross training. Whatever, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You're, you should be doing more cardio. And I'm like, like fuck you. Have you yeah. ever tried to run when your thighs rub together real bad? You get a rash. When all you can hear over your headphones it's, is the swishing of your pants. Which, by the way, and this drives me nuts. Let me just drop this little tidbit in there. My pants always make that noise. Doesn't matter what kind yeah, of damn yeah, pants I'm, I'm wearing. Like, they will make that noise. And at work, all the time because I work in a library and it's quiet my pants will be like mm-hmm. when I'm doing stuff and everyone's like what is that noise like is that, is that like a bird and I'm like no it's my damn pants because my legs are big like yep. it's just annoying mm-hmm. whenever I go down the hall you know it's I like I try s- not to make that noise and I'm like Jesus I just I'm and just then you're walking like John Wayne yeah because you're like <laughs> bow-legged <laughs> my pants I'm making that noise I'm just giving up at this point I'm like just like when I walk down the halls at work they were like oh I thought I heard someone coming I was like fuck you yeah why do you have to say yeah. Exactly. Like, why do you have to point it out? So I've started wearing wedges so they can hear me anyway because I've really clop, clop. like <laughs> clop, 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 and I have clop. very like heavy steps anyway. So I yeah, I make it into like just heels, like really loud heels. On there's something very satisfying about that. It makes me feel powerful. It's like Same. bam, 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 bam. You can fucking hear me coming, yep. bitch. You're yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please record that so I can have it as my ringtone. (laughs) But what you were – so going back to depression, like – so I'm thinking of the kids that are in our care um, Mm -hmm. at the the local nonprofit where I work. You know, a lot of them, they're coming – they're coming into our care and they are second generation um, dealing with mental health issues that are hereditary. Yeah. Um, They are being prescribed psychotropic drugs – in order to treat the symptoms of that. And the side effect of a lot of those drugs is gaining weight. And so, like, there are a lot of kids who enter our care who are overweight or or obese by typical standards, but it's because they're on medication. Yeah, medication that they need. That they need in order to function. Um, 
And so there was this one, there's a study that's happening where they're trying to figure out like ways to, to combat that a little bit. Um, Dude, I I got involved in that kind of nonsense and it made me really sick because a crappy doctor I had. mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, just like with the weight thing, I went to a different doctor who was like, here, let me throw you on all these medications that BT dubs didn't work because he wasn't a good doctor and he didn't listen to me. But anyway, um, he put me on this particular antidepressant that he was like, uh, people typically gain a lot of weight. So I'm also going to put you on this other pill that should help you lose weight. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? And it was like a pill for like diabetes, but I don't have diabetes. Mm-hmm. He just gave me this pill. And so I was taking this other medication like three times a day with this other stuff that, and my, really didn't need. that I didn't yeah. need. And my body just could not take it because mm-hmm. I was taking that. And then, you know, like some you know other things on top of it and just my body got like wiped out like I didn't have energy to get up and do anything Mm -hmm. like it's hard enough anyways because really I just want to go home and crawl in my bed that's all I want to do most of the time like I'm like I should go to the gym but I'd rather be in my bed and guess which one wins (laughs) the bed's closer and cheaper yeah (laughs) one of the things I I do like about this study that we're participating in Mm -hmm. is what they're trying to do is like teach the kids how to live a balanced lifestyle. Yeah. So they're talking oh, to them about, nice. right? Like, so they're talking about making sure that you take your medication, you take it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but also thinking about what you're putting inside your body. So making sure that you're staying away from potentially harmful substances like yeah. tobacco or yeah. what have you. And like focusing on things that make you feel good. Like Exactly. Or like, like we have kids who love to play sports and then we have kids who love to knit and it's like a different form of of mindfulness, you know? Like the kids who play sports, they're able to get out there and focus and run and and expel or what's the word I'm looking for? Exert. Exert. Thank you. You're welcome. Exert energy. And the kids who enjoy knitting, they're able to do something similar, but it's it's more of a, a quiet practice you know that's not as physically what's going on in your brain Mm -hmm. yeah you know like some people really enjoy sports and love like legitimately love running and it makes Mm -hmm. them feel really happy i hate running yeah i mean it's okay when i'm outside and i'm like but it's boring to me like i personally find it boring i don't like to do it but like reading I'm all about that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, bring it to me. Give me my TV shows. Mm-hmm. That that makes me feel happy. That mm-hmm. brings me, like, comfort and joy. But then you're viewed as being, like, a couch, couch potato. potato. Yeah. 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 There's no winning with the capitalist stuff. <laughs> Society. Basically, I just want to lay in bed all day, and I'm very depressed. <laughs> and I'm overweight. Woo! <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, the idea, like, the fact that being fat creates a mental health, mental health issues is basically society telling us that we're not okay. Yeah. Like, well, that's just, creating the mental yeah. health issue, not me being fat. It's the capitalist devil's yeah. fault. Is the, this is How many times back. can we say capitalist devil? Take ding, a ding, shot ding. every time. Yes! <laughs> The only time you can get drunker is when I start saying, Kieran, you sneaky bitch. <laughs> Anyways. So. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> fuck you, capitalist devils. <laughs> um, Take a shot, guys. <laughs> it's really about representation. Yeah. And so there's this quote from Linda 
Boothroyd. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a psychologist researcher from some college in England. <laughs> but she said um, changing negative attitudes about body size might be a, as simple as changing what you see. Showing them thin bodies makes them like them thin bodies more. And showing them fat bodies makes them like fat bodies more. So if there are more fat people on TV, then people are like, oh, people look like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of kind of like how if they had more like representation for the LGBT community. Yeah, it's like... Or it's just like, race in general. Or, or you like know, like people of color mm-hmm. on TV. Different representation than other people think that that person's okay because their favorite character is fat or gay or black or yeah. something. Or all three. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yes. So. Titus from Unbreakable Kimmy Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love him. I do too. I have so this is off topic, but the background to my computer is Titus saying, I already did something today. And when I took my computer in to get fixed, the I, the Geek Squad guy was like, I love your background. <laughs> <laughs> that show's so funny. <laughs> He's so and the actor is amazing. So yeah. Representation so matters. Representation. It does. And so I'm going to talk about two of my favorite fat ladies. Yes, please. Um, the first one is Gertrude York's from Runaways, yeah, which is my favorite so comic book ever. Um, there's a new run happening, and, and there's a TV show that's going to be out in November on Hulu. You should watch I'm it. This isn't an ad. We're, we don't have ads. Hey, that's should... my job. I'm supposed to, <laughs> I'm supposed to name drop television shows. <laughs> no, it's mine now. <laughs> You're supposed to say Runaways on Hulu at <laughs> November 21st. Yeah, there you um, go. But she's just like, she's just, okay, when I was in high school, I desperately wanted to dye my hair purple, and then... When I started reading Runaways, I was like, there's a fat girl with purple hair. This is me. Like, literally, she's the first time I ever saw any kind of character and was like, that is me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. And that's why it's one of my favorite comic books. But also because it's very, very good and (laughs) well-written. Yeah. Um, But... But also, like, her size is never really brought up. No. Like, it's never, like, it's brought up by the evil people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, Carolina's mean mom. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, Carolina's mean mom is evil. She's mm-hmm. literally yeah. a supervillain, you guys. And Gert gets with one of the main... Like, Chase, who's the hottest like, of dudes. Muscly sports guy. Yeah. Like... It, it, when I first, when you had me read, yeah. <laughs> I forced both of them to read it. And it was the greatest it thing in the world. But I can remember feeling like, oh my gosh, like you, you rarely see, see this. This, this happen without like, it being like a pity thing. Exactly. Or yeah. like, oh, I had a bet and now I just happen. I just got to know you and I like you now. Yeah. Like this like, was, it was just, just, Chase just always liked her. Liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's amazing. Because her size because, didn't matter yeah and she's amazing and she's, she's amazing. beautiful and chase is a good person and so is she mm-hmm. and she has an amazing dinosaur so yes but yeah like mm-hmm. it's never been like oh you can't be a superhero because you're fat mm-hmm. like yeah. she's like well fuck you guys let's come up with names yeah exactly <laughs> so she's just amazing i'm kind of sad that the girl they cast isn't larger but that's not her fault that's the capitalist devil's fault mm-hmm. yes take a shot <laughs> <laughs> and are you drunk yet <laughs> Woo! raise a glass yeah. <laughs> for one out from home okay <laughs> so the next one i'm going to talk about 
is Ray from My Mad Fat Diary, yes. Yes. which is one of those shows that every episode I'm like, I'm crying. Um, like every, Constant like, tears. During constant that tears show. because Ray is a fat girl and she has mental health issues and like she's just so fucking relatable and she like when they talk about both her mental health and her um like physical health and her size and everything like it's just like those are things i have thought yeah Mm -hmm. and it's amazing like there's this scene in the first season where she's like it's like a daydream kind of thing where Mm -hmm. she like physically sheds her fat skin and she's the girl she feels like she is mm-hmm. that, you know, isn't represent like she doesn't see in the mirror, but what she feels like, which yeah. is this yeah. beautiful thin woman, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, oh, I feel that because, yeah. yeah. you know, sometimes when I, I'm like, that's, that's not what I feel like I look like. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the, like when you hear your voice, mm-hmm. I mean, like- I don't have this problem because I love the sound of my voice. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Um, but it's like, you're like, that's not how I sound. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like that, but visual for how you look. Yeah, I do. Well, I go through that almost like on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh, I oh, do yeah. go through it on a daily basis. It's like, why? Why does my reflection have a double chin? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. What is this? Must be this mirror. The worst thing for well, me I mean, is pictures. Like when somebody yeah. takes my picture, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that I don't look like that. That's yeah. not how I feel like I look. Like I don't yeah. feel like that's a flattering picture, exactly. regardless of, of actually of, how great it is. You yeah. know, like, yeah. You are a well, talented photographer, Alice. Yes. <laughs> Rachel's always like, no, I, I hate that picture. Yeah, well, Rachel makes you take like 800 pictures of her because she likes to look at her face almost as much as you like to listen to the sound of your voice. That is so but, but, um I have this bad habit, though, and I realized it recently, and I was like, I really hate myself for doing this. But when I imagine myself, like, I don't know if this is just me being weird, um, but like when I imagine myself like doing stuff or wearing something like I'm like oh I like this sweater online when I think about how it'll look on me I think of me like a hundred pounds lighter yeah Mm -hmm. in my head and I'm like I wish I could stop doing that yeah because then it's like I put I have this image in my head of how I think I look or how I think I should look and then you know like I buy that fucking sweater and I put it on and I'm like this isn't what I envisioned envisioned myself as jess baker basically like opens the book by saying like the first like way she got comfortable with being fat was looking in the mirror not expecting a thin person looking back at her yeah so well it's so crazy that like just how revolutionary that that idea idea is is. yeah just like looking at looking at your reflection and being like that's that's who i am that's me yeah this is what i look like you I'm know. not expecting anything else. Yeah. Like but, looking, but like looking like at a, yourself as a complete person and not some kind yeah. of work in progress constantly. Yeah. Like not in a, like a resigned way. Like, oh, that's no, just how I look. But like, this is how I look. And I'm okay this with it. my body. And yeah. And, yeah. and I'm 100% okay with it. And like, that's something I'm like, <laughs> please give me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but another thing Ray does is in the second season, like how I know <laughs> when these things actually happen. Um, because I love this fucking show. But so she has like a lot of anxiety about eating in front of people. Mm-hmm. And because it's this whole, she has this quote, it's like, because if I eat something unhealthy, then people will think, oh, I remember look at this that exact cow. Moment. No wonder she got that size. And if I eat something healthy, then it's like, well, who do you think you're trying to kid? I remember you that exact scene. Yeah, you didn't get that size. Because that, that scene like hit me. Yeah. Like a ton of bricks. Because it's true. Like, 
I'm the kid who wants to eat all the cookies at the party. Yeah. But like, I mean, it's it's that exact kind of mm-hmm. situation. It's like you're like, I need to eat healthier, but then you feel almost like you're like pretending yeah, or you're like, fake. what's the point? Because everyone yeah, thinks because I'm everyone fat. thinks I'm fat. Yeah. But then you are like, you go to eat a cookie and you feel like ashamed. Like I go to staff development day and they've got some cookies out there, yeah. and everybody that I work with is like. Oh, I'm trying to be healthy. I'm trying to do this. And like, and I'm always talking about like, yeah, I'm trying to be healthy, but if there's a fucking cookie, if there's a cookie, I ain't going to pass it up. I'm like, I'm like Michelle on full house. I'm like, (laughs) I haven't met a cookie. I don't like. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I mean, like, that's a thing is like, I just feel like judged. I've had two experiences at work. Yeah. Where this like this has happened to me. One, I was sitting at my desk. I was wearing a new dress and I felt really, really pretty that day. And one of my coworkers came in. I happened to be snacking on an apple, and this person actually was like, "Oh, you're eating an apple. That's what you should be eating." Mm. I'm like, "Bitch, I'm gonna shove this goddamn apple right in your mouth and roast and you." And it on was a like steak. it totally threw me for a loop because yeah. I was like, "That's awful." Like, I felt really pretty that day, yeah. and then. Uh, they made an inadvertent, or not an inadvertent, but just like a comment yeah. about my weight. And then another more recent experience that I had, um, I went to get something sweet. We had some little like leftover cheesecakes from an event. Mm-hmm. So I went to go get like a few of those um, to eat as a snack in the middle of the afternoon and ran into, again, one of my colleagues, a different colleague. <laughs> and we so were kind just of talking. One asshole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were just like talking and... They happened to kind of look down and see that I had like a little plate with like three or four of these little cheesecakes, mini cheesecakes on it. And they look at me and they go, are you still working out? Mm. I'd be like, oh, yeah. And I was I actually called that person out. I was like, are you shaming me for eating? Like I you're I feel like I shouldn't be eating this now because of what you said. Yeah. And they immediately started to backtrack. And it's like that's literally what you just said. But and you should feel awkward. I was like, like asshole. And I was like, I'm gonna still eat these mini cheesecakes. Yeah. So suck it. I yeah. feel lucky where I work now because I've never like had like basically everyone's like, who can eat the most cake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're fighting over what piece of cake we get because which one is bigger and has more frosting. Like no, like. You never feel shame. They're like, have some fucking donuts right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, my workplace, I mean, I, everyone I work with is sweet. Yeah. They're like, they've all got good hearts, but a lot of them are older women who are just eat very healthily or they're like vegan mm-hmm. and things like that. And like, yeah, I eat organic foods and I'm still fat. Like, Organic doesn't mean it's better. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it just means it has more poop on it. <laughs> mm, feces. <laughs> <laughs> just what I like. Um but like it's really one of those things where like I have one particular person that I work with who is very teeny tiny. She's a very tiny person. And all the time she and I mean this is the thing, she's really hard on herself. Mm-hmm. But again, it's kind of that thing where it's like it's sort of like this transference of like you think you're fat yeah mm-hmm. like i'm like 12 times your size mm-hmm. like you know what i mean and um 
she's like the kind of person who's like oh can i afford to have like a piece of pizza this weekend like oh that's my treat like i've been waiting forever and i'm like i had pizza eight times this week oh my god bitch i just ate four pieces of pizza well and i mean like the thing is like, <laughs> as a snack yeah <laughs> as a snack yeah oh that's not my lunch yeah like i mean and i mean the thing about like i'm poor i have a really hard time getting up in the morning i there's a pizza place right down the street from work and i eat there a lot like more than i want to because it's not very good (laughs) shitty snappies but like every time i eat pizza everyone's like coming into the kitchen they're like oh my god it smells so good like but i don't eat that good you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and like when we have sweets like i ain't gonna stop at one cookie Mm -hmm. i mean i've talked about this you have to have at least two i'm not gonna stop at one cookie but there's like there's like this judgment without them you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you can feel that judgment yeah. but they're not actually saying Here's it to you, you. Do they're like time. oh i can eat that many cookies i'll gain 10 pounds and you're like yeah fuck you what you should do ask them if they're gonna eat a cookie if they say no be like one more for me then. <laughs> that's basically what i do mm-hmm. well and there's someone else that i work with who i adore who literally today we were just talking she was like i ate so much chocolate that i feel like i'm gonna throw up because there's an older lady that I work with who constantly, she's a, a ridiculous sweet tooth. She constantly brings in, like, chocolate and candy. And I'm like, Susan, you're killing me. <laughs> but, like, yeah. With love. <laughs> with love. But, yeah, like, she because brings it in. And, mm-hmm. and my friend and I were just, like, talking because we're both trying to, like, be more active and things like that. And she was like, I have a half a bag of candy in my like desk drawer and i ate most of it and i feel like i'm gonna vomit and i was like i'm like well every time like i feel like i'm going on a ramp but no, we, no, we have like a glass jar mm-hmm. that holds candy and that's like the communal candy thing yeah and like you've got one person who works there who's like oh i can't have a piece of chocolate or like oh you eat it like i can't and then you know you have my friend and i who are like walk into the candy jar but every time we talk about it it's like you have to do like the walk of shame to the candy jar because it's like are you going for a second piece of candy and i'm like i'm going for my fourth reefly cup fuck this they're mini and i need them all (laughs) you know what i mean though it's just like it just really makes me happy where i work because ever like like i'd be a champ where you work yeah instead of like the office water cooler we have like the office candy area because we have this one lady who just stocks her desk up with all the fucking candy and everyone just goes there and gets candy (laughs) yeah and it's like that's where we meet up with people when we talk about tv shows that sounds way nicer it's really nice i (laughs) they just like to keep us happy with (laughs) sugar. yeah But again, I work in a fully female workplace. There aren't any men where I work. So it's a lot of, like, comparing Mm -hmm. to each other, unfortunately. I think, like you said, it's that transference of, like, feelings and emotions and, like, internal critiques and that internalized misogyny and and also just, like, people's perceptions of themselves and others. Yeah. Yeah. And and how those perceptions can then, like, affect and influence the the transference. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's... You know, like, like someone's talking about how they feel fat and you know, for a fact, you're like heavier than they are. Yeah. And you're like, are you calling me fat? And like most of the time they're just 
they're worried about their own body. Yeah, they're not worried about you. They're not worried about your body, but you immediately take it. It feels like well, no, they're I, jabbing on your body because yeah. you're like, well, excuse like, me. It's like, if you think you're fat, then what do you think, what do you of, think me? of me? Exactly. Yeah. I support people eating whatever they like. You know? Yeah, you do. It's you all mean. about, yeah, and I mean, if it tastes good to you, if it makes you happy, eat it. And it's all about moderation in general. Unless like, it's a person, don't do it. I mean, no judgment. No judgment. But- no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the capital devils. (laughs) (laughs) You want to eat your cousin? You eat your damn cousin. I mean, maybe he sucks. I mean, what else is he going to do for society? Oh, my cousins suck. (laughs) 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 I just like hiccup burped and cried inside. It was weird. I just have hiccups now. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Allison. You're welcome. Well, to wrap this up, <laughs> um, my last thing about, um, like, representation is Kayla Stacey is one of my favorite actresses. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. And she has this website called Herself.com. Oh, it is the, one of the most beautiful websites yeah, I've ever. It, it invites women from around the world to reclaim their bodies while sharing their experiences and their stories. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a not safe for work Kind of website, website because all of the photography is nude is nude mm-hmm. but it's it's all different kind of bodies and they just like the nudity isn't sexual mm-hmm. no it's not sexual it's just whatsoever yeah it's just it's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. it's beautiful it's just they're nude bodies and about who they are and the thing is like we are our bodies mm-hmm. yeah like that's just like yeah there's always like you get to see the photos and then there's like a little interview with each person yeah. And it's yeah. really like, and like I said, I mean, all different bodies, all different races, bodies. Yeah. um, you know, ability, like women who have disabilities or mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah. just- there's a woman who had like a mastectomy yeah. that, that has photos on there. They're all like incredibly beautiful and empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just com is a beautiful place to go. It really is. And it's like, it's a nice place to go. Like if you're feeling super down about yourself, you just yeah. see like these beautiful women just who are like completely natural like yeah. it's just really positive and like working to feel comfortable in their yeah. bodies yeah because i know there are a couple of women on there who have said like i didn't know how i felt about mm-hmm. being like fully naked like how yeah. can i expose these parts of myself that like i'm not confident in but then that became like part of the process mm-hmm. yeah and like it. you can reach out to them yeah you can and yeah. and be on the website if mm-hmm. you want so that's really cool. Let's get nude, guys. Yeah, let's let's all get naked and talk about ourselves. We're we're already naked. Halfway there. That's what we're already doing. We're, we're halfway there because right we're now. naked. Yeah, we're, we're not talking, talking about, about ourselves. ourselves. <laughs> Jinx. Give me a soda. All right. So that's that's what I got. That's about body positivity and how you know being fat's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know what? Even though I am unhealthy. It's fine. <laughs> It'll well, be okay. I think what's more important is that you're working to be happy. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm working. I'm working on it. I'm not there yet. And I don't have to ever be there if I don't want to. Exactly. You yeah. know, I get to the point where I feel good about myself and that's what matters. It's not yeah. about how other people think of me. Exactly. So, but I really wish 
my shirts weren't so small around my arms because I have big fat arms. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. I it's go to buy shirts thing. and it's just like, stop making the arm holes for little people. It's like, you can be fat, but you have to have tiny Teeny, arms. Teeny, tiny arms. You have the tiny Tweety Bird arms. Yeah, annoying. <laughs> it really is. Thing Rachel, is, you don't know our pain because no, you have Rachel's tiny, tiny, arms. tiny bird arms. Rachel's practically got wings. <laughs> But like thin ones. Just kidding. I have like actual. I got like (laughs) (laughs) like a pterodactyl. Yeah, like woo. Got a whole lot of flapping going on. But um, (laughs) it's hard to find shirts. Yeah, like that's the worst thing for me right now because I have gained some weight. But I'm like I'm okay because my pants still fit. But mm-hmm. it's like all my shirts, my arms are too big for them, and I'm like, why? It's your muscle. I mean, it's probably my muscles, but. Still, I have some shirts that fit me okay, and then I flex my muscles, and it's like, oh, so tight, and I'm like, yeah. Some shirts are okay if my arms are just like at my side, kind of like this, kind of like Ralphie. But then you do from, this from Christmas story, a yeah. Christmas story. But then when I try to put them down or try to like put them like where I'm driving, yeah, and then suddenly everything's tight yeah. and you can't feel your legs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I tried to take a selfie with mom the other day, and like I put my arms up, and I could hear my jacket ripping, like, like the lining ripping. Oh, like, no. no. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man. Exactly. I feel Selfie's that. more important than this jacket. Yes. yes. <laughs> Selfie with your mom. Exactly. Yes. So, so next time you guys see that picture, just remember my jacket was just being destroyed it. for it. My Hulk-like arms. I was gonna say, just think, think of it, you're like the Hulk. I'm like the Hulk. I'm just ripping out of my clothes. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and that's all, folks. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys and your experiences. And if you want to kind of jump in on that crazy conversation we had a little bit earlier in the episode about age. We're sorry, guys. We've we've had all kinds of... We've had some weird conversations weird before conversations. we started recording. So this is actually quite tame from what we were talking about It's before. true. But we really want yeah. you guys to engage and, and yeah. let us know about your experiences. Because like yeah. I said, it's... It's all about listening and educating from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So next time we're going to be talking about. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be our Halloween episode, which I, Ashlyn, am leading and I'm super excited about. Just so you guys know, I will be talking about Wes Craven's Scream and most likely the Scream TV series. Feel free to watch either of those. Or both. Or both. Before the episode, if you don't want to, that's fine too, because it's not going to be the total focus. But yeah, or we're going to be doing oh, it probably because <laughs> um, I love Scream, guys. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing the Halloween episode and talking about like what scares us and what horror films we like. Well, it's going to be fun because we will be so we'll be celebrating the one year anniversary of our podcast. It's true. Yes, so, we will be super special. We yeah. will be. So we will revisit. We'll revisit that topic of what makes a monster a monster. Sure. Yeah. And I think it would be really fun if this year we discuss like some horror film tropes and uh, how Scream turns them on their head. So, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be epic, awesome. guys. Basically, get freaky, guys. Get freaky. Get spooky. <laughs> get spooky. We're so excited. Well, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Variance Podcast. That's V-A-R-I-A-N-C-E Podcast. Podcast. 
podcast yeah questions comments and suggestions can be sent to variance podcast at gmail.com and please rate review and subscribe we are on soundcloud we are on apple itunes we're looking at a couple of other platforms so be on the lookout for that if you have any favorites let us know yeah we'd we'd love to again get your feedback let us know what you want until next time bye Bye. capitalist pigs (laughs) devils devils (laughs) damn it